0: This is Max Wrestling, episode 331, this is your captain speaking, and this is the week of both Slammiversary and Money in the Bank.
1: Shorty, what you
2: think? I got money in the bank.
0: I think it's going stank. Plus, yeah, the boy. It's money maker Chris Durham versus Ryan Sutcliffe in the third match of this year's King of the Mic tournament, and joining me to discuss all this and more are the podcast machine Mike Larkin and the Max Wrestling knowledge champion and promo champion LFA Moses Marquez. And Mike has now officially appeared on the second most episodes of Max Wrestling. Congratulations, Mike, and thank you for your service. Oh, thank you
1: so, thank you so much for, you for your Thank you, Mo, and thank you, Dazzarino, for having me on this Shizo since 2017, and we are here in the year 2021, and I couldn't be more prouder to be a part of the Max Wrestling podcast and the family. So, man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling real good.
0: 209.
1: 209, 209. episodes. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. It's the grind, man. It's what we've been doing for the last four years. It's the grind, <laughs> brother. It's well, you know oh, this. I know about it. Bro, you know, when it comes to this show, you can. it's like you never leave, man. Each and every week, it's always a joy to wake up and just talk with your buddies about some professional wrestling, even though it may be shittier mostly than it is good. It's still fun no, no, to no. shoot.
0: That, that's sports entertainment. Pro wrestling is great.
3: Ah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I will say this. The only good thing about Monday Night Raw is I know people were upset because the a good thing
3: about Monday Night Raw? Yes, there's <laughs> one
1: good thing. Everything else was kind of bleh, but the fact that we got Bobby Lashley being the badass again and just breaking shit and ready to kill Kofi instead of just being, like, you know, all about the hoes and different area codes and the champagne wishes and caviar dreams, Bobby's like, eh, eh, I'm ready to kill Kofi Kingston. He was right. I've been getting soft. And I'm just ready for him to mollywop Kofi Kingston at Money in the Bank. Shout it, what you think? I got to say, that was good storytelling. Everything else can fuck right off. But I got to say, Bobby Lashley coming out with the killer instinct, with the killer eyeballs and the killer friggin' vision and the killer stare. Well, It's all killer is what I'm saying. That's relic, killer spelled backwards. But god dang, man, I'm happy for Lashley. Because he uh, fucking
0: I'm going to quote Phoenix. Pass.
1: No, Ash. not a fan of Bobby. Not a fan of Angry Bobby
0: Lashley. I don't freaking care. What
3: what what? A homegirl. What was homegirl saying when she was on that show? Was it Bobby Ashley? Bobby Lash? they <laughs> just a big black guy with a group. <laughs> yes, I will say that. And they're like, we're homegirl. cool. <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs>
1: So you guys are not looking for, forward- well, first of all, I've almost, watched pretty- no build up to
0: Money in the Bank whatsoever. But you know what? That's how I won the title at Hell in a Cell. So let's do it. We'll get to Money in the Bank later on. Um, obviously, before we begin, remember, it's still real to us, damn it. So uh, click that big red subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or any podcast service and follow us on SoundCloud. And I'm just going to kick things off by saying uh, uh, Darby Allen is not right in the head. No, No, this fucking shit's crazy. Uh, I literally watched Dynamite this morning because I was just exhausted last night. But I watched it this morning. Um, Obviously, main event was great, and then just when you think it's all over, the dude coffin drops a fucking coffin through
3: through the fucking
0: coffin. And don't tell me it was all cardboard shit this time. You could see the splinters.
3: No, no, no. no. It was great, but are you? uh, Of course, because it has to happen. It was just fucking sheet of plywood. I'm Whoa. like, immediately, not, I think 15 minutes after the, the show had ended, I was like, cool, whatever. That was a really fun show. I enjoyed it. me grab me a beverage and, <clears throat> like, I wanted to play some games. Oh. And so my dumb ass started scrolling on Facebook. Shouldn't have did that. Nope. And immediately,
2: whatever, it was fucking,
3: bu- you can never have a casket match. It has to be, I was like, dude, can you just fuck off?
0: So, it's just plywood. Today's these- do these people know that that's exactly what wrestling tables are made of? Nah, they're fucking stupid.
3: <laughs> it's like, dude, not only, not only that, but I mean, like, half the bumps. Oh, I also got the, really, you're going to do the submission through the guardrail? Watch uh, Charlotte versus Sasha much? I'm like, okay, so people can't fucking brutalize themselves with objects around them? Hold
1: on. Can I comment about that, please? I please? That
3: you're was the only fun. guy watching main roster stuff, so come on. <laughs> I need some well, help here. All,
1: well, first of all, you you guys know I watch
3: everything. Don't act like I just watch main roster stuff. Y'all have been well, no, it, I, no, no, no. Know. I meant, like, out of all of us, you're the one, yeah. only one watching
0: it. Yeah, you're our link to the uh, exactly. WWE world.
3: I was about to say, man, you guys could fuck right off you're going <laughs> to. No, 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 me, no, man. I thought,
1: we, I thought we had what we had was special. Don't put
0: podcast. me in the basket with those fanboys.
1: You, you motherfuckers these fuckers <laughs> These fuckers! Okay, <laughs> right now so, brother
3: you're the only one watching so we don't have to
1: yeah hey man i got your back so when it comes to the rail spot with sasha and charlotte yes that was from the falls count anywhere match that they're referring to but i would just like to add to that since moses you brought it up though that individual said that was five fucking years ago
3: oh that too you gotta add then that yes
0: thank you so from my understanding, nobody else has ever done a spear through a barricade. Is that what they're saying?
1: Yeah, of course not. Why would they do you mean it's not like we've seen Roman Reigns do a spear through everything? It's not like we've seen Goldberg, Goldberg
3: spear Rhino. Yep. Look, all I know is is I like that match so much, I was begging TK to blow out just hand out some money to go five more minutes. Give me five more minutes. Go into overtime for one time only. But nope, didn't happen. Which is fine, I guess. I don't fucking know. Goddamn, Matt Hardy and uh, fucking uh, Christian Cage way too fucking long. Yeah, way yeah, too yeah. fucking long. I think
0: that and match kind of sucked the energy out of the what
3: was otherwise an amazing show. I mean, I gotta, they liked it, but it it slowed down. Yeah, it slowed it down for sure.
1: I gotta say, I liked it twenty years ago
3: when they were wrestling on Monday Night Raw
1: in the summer of two thousand yeah. <laughs> and one, and freaking Matt Hardy and Christian and Eddie Guerrero at Backlash 2001. I liked it 20 years ago. 20 years later, meh. And no thank you, meh. E-
0: even then, let, let let's be honest. You know, I, I don't mean to be mean or anything, but they are both the, like the the least exciting half of their respective tag teams. You got Matt uh, and Christian. You you got Jeff and Edge.
3: You they, hey, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're but not man, who's. Who who what are the two guys that are still in the quote unquote big time as those fucking internet nerds want to say? Oh yeah, Jeff's there somewhere doing something. Mm hmm.
1: He's losing a veer on main event. He's listening to he's losing the one agenda of Get past. the
0: Fuck out, Vince. Like, wow. Like so he's burying Jeff Hardy, but he's pushing Jimmy Uso? Okay.
1: Well, the thing mm. with Jeff is he was doing that mini feud with, like, Cedric, where Cedric was telling him they'll put him in the retirement home, and he's been beating Cedric. But I'm like, they I, I don't think Jeff cares. I think Jeff is just there to take the paycheck, which is yeah. fine. You know, what?
0: Jeff's literally doing a GTG right now, except he's actually showing up to work.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so. Don't pick up your
0: phone one day, Jeff. Actually, yeah, Jeff, pick up your phone. Please get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: So when it comes to what they're doing with the Matt Hardy Christian thing, like when Matt Hardy – I don't mean I'll analyze, dissect, and decipher it, man. When Matt Hardy – when he broke away from Jeff and he did the heel turn that a lot of people from Get No 2 where he twisted fated Jeff, then he went over to SmackDown, and that started the Mattitude yeah. thing in version one. And yeah. obviously the whole Edge thing later on and then him and Jeff getting back together, god dang, and the and the broken stuff in TNA. Yeah. It's one of those they... things that Christian –
0: they yeah, split good. and went solo, Matt became Mattitude, Matt Hardy version 1, and Jeff started dressing like Britney Spears, yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so. Nice.
1: Nice. So with, with uh, Christian, man, I mean, he when he split off for Edge, I mean, they did The Un-Americans, <laughs> then he cut his hair, and then it was all about the peeps. And then you know he left the TNA, the TNA run that I loved. Then he came back and he was the ECW champion. Then he was the world champion. But still, at the end of the day, you all talked about Edge. And when it came to Matt, you all talked about Jeff. Yeah,
0: I'm not saying I don't like Matt and Christian. They're both yeah,
1: they're, always but, been
0: like, great wrestlers. But you've got the crazy, you know, spot monkeys, if you will, for Jeff and Edge.
1: That's the thing, man, because they just Matt and Christian are like the sidekick. And I think the only time I've ever seen Jeff get booed was right after he got released the first time in 03, and he went to Ring of Honor as Willow the Wisp, and he got booed by the Ring of Honor crowd. And then when Matt Hardy went there in 2005, after he got released from WWE and the Edge thing, he wrestled Christopher Daniels, and I believe he wrestled Homicide on Ring of Honor, and he got friggin' cheered, and he was talking about to Vince McMahon and all those other assholes at the WWE. If they want to book a professional wrestling match, well they put in a few ROH DVDs? And I'm like, all right, Matt, you go. <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright, to sum it up, Matt and Christian are the workhorses, uh, Edge and Jeff were the crazy motherfuckers. Facts. Um, also, I don't give a shit, I can't wait for Cody and Malachi Black.
3: Yep, make it happen. Faster, more faster. <clears throat> I, just, I just love how what? Cody
0: came out like half an hour into his own show.
3: <laughs> oh, but that, hey, hey but uh, not only that, but the fucking suit game.
0: Oh, yeah. He dressed for the Ooh. occasion to uh, to call out Malachi. He, he waited. First of all, he waited half an hour. He made sure he was wearing a three-piece suit, and then he came looking for him.
3: Oh, yeah. he's like, you know what? <laughs> Let me wait. Well, you know what? Let me put this suit on. What are you fucking at? Just, Just come on apart. a T-shirt and
0: jeans. you want to fight or take him to dinner? What, what do you want to do?
3: No, he had to EVP him up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and then, and then of course, the pop was great. Uh... I thought you'd never ask. Blackout.
3: Oh, it's oh god, it's gonna be awesome. Now, now you gotta get the transition a little more faster. But I mean, hey, two years into doing this, this guy's brand new, been here two weeks. I'm not tripping, but I'm hell of excited. Yeah, hell of excited. Uh, now, granted, this is the one time if Cody doesn't lose, now I'm gonna start ridiculing AEW like for real, for real. Yeah, he. I mean, like I I call them out when they do stupid shit. Like I'm I'm not I I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not going to, you know, cover up for their crap all the time. But like this is that time where Cody wins. Mm-mm. You're going to piss some people off and that you don't want to do that. Yeah, he
0: he even came down the ramp saying, "I don't win every fight. I'm thinking that's what I've been saying, but you better fucking not win this one."
3: Right? I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. <laughs>
1: right. So Mo kind of summed it up because I will say this. What's great about this show is we talk everything. But when we get to the AEW part, I would just like to say people, we actually do you know, not like stuff on the thing. And the reason why I point that out is because a lot of people say that, oh, these AEW fans, oh, they like everything. You know what I'm saying? Nothing can be wrong. It's like, no. Do you listen to our show every week? We point out what we like and don't like on all shows. So I'm glad that Mo brought that up. And I look at it from a stance, too, with Cody. It reminds me of, like, Jeff Jarrett in 2004. And not like when Jeff Jarrett later in the years when he would lose, but it's like a lot of people are viewing him in that perception, which I'm like, all right, that's a little unfair because, I mean, he did beat Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go, which he should have. And now he's got Malachi, not Van Helsing Black coming up. And it's one of those things where I look at it from a stance, you're exuding and accentuating Tommy End, that being Malachi Black and friggin' Cody. And it's one of the things where it's just like, when you look at the perception, how he's came in and how Malachi has debuted, this hot free agent and someone with such the pizzazz and dare I say the panache that Aleister Black, the former Aleister Black has, it's like, man, you better lose, man. You better take that black match. You better take a kick in the face. Don't disrespect me because my reach for space. Get that win.
0: And just think, this wouldn't even be happening right now if WWE had remembered to extend his no-compete clause, which is hilarious.
3: Correct. I wonder the if sna- that guy got fired. <laughs> like the dude that forgot to extend him. You know what? You're fucking out of here, bud.
1: It's the snafu heard around the world. That's what it is. It's the snafu heard around the world.
3: <laughs> and all it did was help a guy get back to professional wrestling, which is what he does best. Yeah. What a concept.
0: And he debuted the same week as his wife returned to the other company for the paycheck. It's a job out for the paycheck.
2: For the paycheck.
0: Um, well, Mike. I mean, we can talk AEW. Now. I mean, we got two pay per views to predict later on. Um, True that. So Fight Fest Night Two next week. What we got lined up?
3: Um, there was God. I don't remember it. Oh, there was <laughs> the. I remember the five man. Uh, the five yes. was it the Hangman? Was the Dark Order versus the Elite? Yeah. Five on five. If uh, if the Dark Order win. Dark Order also get tag team title shots, and Hangman keeps his um, what is it? His uh, uh, AEW title shot. But if he loses, they all lose everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're a dick. But it is what it is. I mean, I, I I like where they're going with this. It's it's a slow build. I knew it was gonna be a slower build. But I mean, I'm I'm still just fucking excited. I'm finally happy to see um. You know, the Dark Order really get some, like, hangman time outside of BTE. And now, you know, we're going to get them in a match together. It's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, oh, they're
0: effectively in a world title
3: uh, scene right now. As they should be. They're over as hell. Imagine the pop come all uh, what is it? All in. All in. Oh, it's, it's out. my bud. All out. That, you know, it ends up being... The, what is it, the the, the, the winning, it's the, a the, the face ending, it's a happy ending kind of a thing. You get Hangman crowning, you get Dark Order crowning, like, come on now. Yeah, AEW likes sending the fans home happy. Hey, what, you, what a concept. What a concept. Hey, what a concept. <laughs> uh, oh, you got uh, Moxley and um, Archer yeah Texas Deathmatch 2. Again,
0: Archer better win this time. He's lost I don't see way Moxley. too many big matches.
3: I mean, this is one of those ones where, yeah, I don't think it matters because it's, it's you know, not your belt, and I'm sure New Japan isn't going to have an issue with it. And then worst-case scenario, you can always change it back before Mox goes back. Not a big deal. Yeah. Just saying.
2: Um,
1: right, I'd like to add, like man, one thing that we didn't talk about at Fighter Fest, man. Man, Mr. Shoes with no socks, Ricky Starks won the FTW title.
0: You know what? I I knew there was, like, dissension in the ranks or anything, but when did I miss Ricky Stark becoming an actual face?
3: Oh, he's over as a beach. Uh, I don't know why. Probably because of just, like, this uh, back and forth that he's having with Brian Cage. But, yeah, he's randomly a face in a heel group. Yeah. Right now, which is really weird.
0: And and, uh, the heels turned on the other heel, so... And the heel, who is actually kind of treated like a face, beat the heel. And now he's the face. And what the fuck is going on?
3: Yeah, I don't it's, a little, it. it's a little wonky. Um, I'm hoping that this is just like... Uh, I don't fucking know. I I I want to say it's like uh, it's, they can make it a way for it to be Ricky Starks is going on his own. But, I mean, he got all the help. But he was over like a face. So what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess it didn't bother me as much. Now that I sit back and think about it, now it's fucking just tormenting the shit out of me. Yeah, it was a great finish to the match. I mean, the belt shot was a little bit sloppy, but the spear was on point. Oh yeah, it was great. I was the match was fine. I I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I personally, because I'm a big, fan, you know, I'm a big guy. about when it comes down to injuries, that you need to take out a lot of time. I don't give a shit if you're on the shelf for a while. Especially when it comes down to your fucking neck. This could have waited like another week. You know, give this guy an extra week. If they had to be so soft to botch a few spots in the beginning because, you know, he wants to protect him, save it for another week. Give it two more weeks. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't have to be here. It didn't have to be now. one of them, I don't know. I'm, I'm just one of those guys where it's like, if you're going to do a big blowout or a big blow off. Let, him, let it hopefully be with guys that are both 100%. And Starks is nowhere near 100% coming off of his stinger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say I, this.
1: What also piqued my interest, and I'm sorry to cut you off there, Dazzarino, but god dang, man. We got Jericho and Spears next week, with the stipulation being Spears can use a chair, but Jericho cannot. It reminds me, this is taking me back to my youth in 2007 when we're going into Unforgiven 07, right? Triple yeah. H versus Toledo. Yes, Triple H and Carlito, two Utes. Triple H and Carlito, no DQ going into Unforgiven 07, but it was only no DQ for Carlito. That's a, that stipulation reminds me of it.
0: Yeah, wasn't nice. it like Duchess of Queensbury Rules or something for Regal as well, where he could not get disqualified, but Jericho could?
1: Yes, Regal and Jericho, backlash '01. one you're right.
0: Um, I mean, also speaking of that segment, Spears almost crushed Jericho's
3: freaking throat with that chair. Yeah, like goddamn, dude, slow the fuck down, <laughs> Jesus! This is why you don't you get perfect pushed, asshole. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> oh, Well, whatever. I mean, I'm ex—I'm excited for this. Uh, I want to say excited for it. Um, it's—I want to see who all is gonna is gonna be this. You know, is it gonna just be everybody from the um, from the fucking goddamn uh, pinnacle, or is like some rando gonna show up?
0: Ooh, it would be nice. They're promising some big surprises. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> jump on the hype train, but obviously the
3: big name getting thrown around for is uh, Daniel Bryan. Keep back. Yeah, I know. I got into a fucking goddamn Facebook argument because all some fucking AEW hater. I don't think he's a WWE fan. Well, he probably is because he got, he got more excited to hear about Goldberg coming back. It's but we're just going to be some old fucker, and you guys are going to be disappointed. And I'm like, so you're excited for the old fucker in Goldberg? I'm confused, bud. He was like, you A U W marks are going to be really mad when it's some old fucker. And I'm like, I, you don't make any sense, pal, but okay. And it just turned into a big old fucking thing. And I was I'm just, you know what? When it's Daniel Bryan, you got, you're going to go cry into your cock-shaped pillow. And that's, that's going to make me happy. <laughs> hey, Mo. <laughs> yes, sir. I got one thing
1: to say about them. I mean, here's the thing. I understand these fans, but this is why I just laugh and don't answer them because it's one of those things, too, where I look at it from a stance, too, where they don't have any balls, and if they say this to your face, they, you would knock them the fuck out. So it's one of those things where I don't even mm-hmm. engage with the motherfuckers. But, well, that's just me, man, and I think I also look at it from a stance too. But like, I could just own them in like one sentence, you know what I'm saying? Because it's one of those things where, again, when we talk about professional wrestling, people just look at one stigma. And people can look at the name Goldberg, but it's just like, again, the argument is you probably would be so old, fucker, right? Goldberg is in his fifties, and might I say, I will say this, and I will be the first to say it. I've been hating seeing Goldberg come back because it just—I groaned when he was going against Drew McIntyre. I groaned Did I think the match with him and Drew McIntyre like new because it went the way it should have with Drew mcintyre winning if goldberg was going to win i would have been pissed but goldberg did the right thing and the match was not horrendous i have seen worse matches from goldberg in that whole nine but at the same stance it's just like i get it it's a name but you can't overall just reciprocate that and flip the script and say oh we will be mad if it's an old fucker I mean, come on now, man. People also have to look at it from a stance of all these companies bringing a lot of veterans, and they're bringing a lot of legendary names, but it's like, don't get it twisted, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's an argument, it's a whole rigmarole, and it's a whole mind fuckery that is just not worth the hassle, and yeah. That's all I gotta say about that, man. The, most of those guys just have no clue. They got their heads up their asses, and they can fuck right off. You know what I'm saying? You know what they could do, man? I'll quote Full House right here, because I haven't done a lot of pop culture references. So, so, suck your toe all the way to Mexico. Boom. I'll
0: it at that all right i got two points one has sting jake the snake or ron anderson gone for the world title in 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 AEW? no then shut the fuck up about goldberg people number two shut up (laughs) i agree completely with the post that was uh in rwt the other day wwe guys should now only refer to people that were built from the ground up in WWE because practically everybody on the
3: roster came from another company. Thank you. Oh, my God. I've been saying this forever. All X-A-W. All A-W is X-W-W-E. Of all the the people that have been released, I think the number was, like, in the 60s, right? Yeah. Was it 14 guys, 19 guys, something like that? got signed by aew one of them only lasted two weeks at fucking matt cardona fucker thank god for that okay <laughs> hey, on, the rest on. of them hold on let me finish real, real quick because otherwise i'm gonna forget it the rest sure. of them were i think all but three were uh you know only only three of those guys were wwe champion not world heavyweight champion wwe champion the rest of them were mid card at best And the other handful that were World Heavyweight Champion Are the old fuckers So it's like What the fuck are you complaining about Did they take Ricochet right in his prime No Did they fucking go in there and take AJ Styles All of a sudden No Like Seth Rollins leave No And then again Those guys were all outside The only guy that could show up right now And ruin this entire thing would be Braun Strowman And if he shows up I give up I give up on I give up on wrestling. I'm just gonna watch Mexican wrestling and 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 Japan stuff and everybody else can kiss my ass. There you go. So you got you want to complain if
0: Roman Reigns or Randy Orton went to another company? Fine, they're WWE guys through and through. But mm-hmm. like Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, anybody else came from like Ring of Honor. So, what the fuck's your problem?
1: So I really recent I was cutting Mo off because I'm like again my bias for Long Island and your disrespect for always ready Matt Cardona and also the fact that he is one half of NYWC's hottest tag team coming out with the Backstreet Boys and that will always be my youth two youths yes I said it again (laughs) (laughs) so man that's what I'll always defend Matt Cardona to the end and also the fact that his girlfriend is now in Ring of Honor you go Chelsea oh yeah I almost forgot about that. that
0: um and also the new women, well, it's not a women of Honor Championship anymore. It's so Ring of Honor Women's Championship is a lot nicer than the new IWGP title.
3: Hell yeah! I've already gotten over how like weird looking that thing looks. I know it's the gold <laughs> or divas like, title. Well, like whatever, it's fucking Japan. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do whatever they want.
0: You know what, Naito? If you want to break that belt, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, Slammiversary is this Saturday, which is very bad news for myself and the d because it means we have two pay-per-views to get through if we want to survive as Predictions Champions. So, seven matches for Impact. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't really been keeping up with Impact, so I'm going into this one blind as well. Uh, let's kick it off with Chris Saban versus Moose. I'm going to oh. go obvious. Moose... For no other reason moose other than to it's the Moose. Moon. Let's yeah. go Moose. Exactly. Mike, are you going to refute that?
1: He goes from Kenny Omega to Chris F. and Sabin, the three week TNA World Heavyweight yeah. Champion. You're that never going to forgive
0: Chris Sabin for that, are you?
1: I hate it. <laughs> I hated it. You have this hot thing with the ices and ites. And then you friggin' put it on Hale Saban, who's an X-Division guy, a tag team guy. Then you have this little short motherfucker running around just because he's Dayton Velvet Sky at this particular time. You friggin' hit him with the damn hammer. He laid the hammer down. I want to be your sledgehammer. Somebody put on some Peter Gabriel. For God's sake, man, he holds it for three weeks, and you knew he was about to get the kibosh on him. Here comes friggin' Bully Ray and the rest of the Ices and Ites and D'Lo Brown's bald-headed Barry Bonds looking ass coming out there with fucking the everybody the executive VP oh my god friggin just ridiculousness out the wazoo I'm gonna shut up now
2: yeah
0: so so the world title the world title went from Chris Leben to Bully Ray just like Velvet Sky
3: hey I'm
1: sorry
0: It's it's just a fact of life.
1: I feel like Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, I feel like Starsky and Hutch right now, man. I like your style, like your moves, Ben Stiller and Wilson's style. But yeah, no, man. I got go
0: nothing him. against Chris Saban, but yeah, that rain was dog shit.
1: But the problem mm-hmm. is, too, this feud came out of nowhere with Moose and Chris Saban, and I'm like, are you giving something for Chris Saban to do because Alex Shelley is hurt?
0: Yeah, that was the thing with the with the guns. One of them was always injured, and then when he came back, the other one got injured.
1: It just, it's it's dumb. Moose is going to get the win. He goes from freaking Kenny Omega to Chris Sabin. And again, I don't hate Chris Sabin, but God damn it, Moose.
0: Yeah. All right. Is that a full house for Moose? Yes. E- Moose. E- Moose be Moose. All right. Uh, Ultimate X. Ooh. All right. Ultimate X match for the X Division title. Josh Alexander defending. When the fuck did X Di- Ultimate X become a six-way Versus Petey Williams, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Rohit Raju. I remember when Ultimate X was just a triple threat. Don't complicate things.
3: You know what I'm uh, to... Hold on, wait a minute. What the fuck is Ultimate X?
0: That's the one with yeah, the cables what? across the top of the ring, and they got a. Sort oh, okay, of
3: that's what I thought it was.
0: Shimmied their way to... across.
1: Moses Marquez, that is sacrilege for TNA history. The fact that you don't know what
3: Ultimate X is.
0: Or if you're Samoa Joe, you just say, fuck the rules and grab a ladder.
3: Fuck oh, yes! Hey, that's my kind of guy right there. <laughs> See, that was the smart thing about it, too,
1: because and they would boo them when they would get the ladder and just climb up normally. It's like, no, you gotta go up on the X. But I'm like, I mean, I'm a heel.
0: That is the whole take- point, though.
1: I know. <laughs> uh, it, that was a pain in the ass in that video game to do. I used to get so mad because I'd be slipping freaking off the rope, and I'm like, God damn it, I was almost there. Anyway.
0: Oh, Ultimate one... X is like my favorite
1: match. But no, when you were talking about the Six Way, man, remember they used to have the escape match, the X escape, and yeah. the freaking. O? And then
0: there was Elevation X, where it just had this crazy metal X structure this... over the ring.
1: It was their version of the Scaffold match, yes.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm. Um, oh. I really have no idea who to go with this time, so I'm going to let Mike go first. Dude,
1: I don't even know either, man. <laughs> I don't. I'll be honest. Then I look at it from a stance. Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, is red hot right now. Uh, I love Rohit, but I don't see Rohit getting it. Uh, who else was in there? You mentioned Ace Austin, right? Ace Austin, Ace yeah. Austin, Chris, Chris Bay
0: and Trey and P.D. Williams.
1: All right. I because don't Because P.D. came know.
0: out of retirement again.
1: Ah, Petey. All right, no no for Petey, and I love the Canadian Destroyer. I'll show it, these no. fuckers
0: how to do a Destroyer. <laughs> I, no.
1: I, and I love Petey Williams, but he just needs to shut the fuck up, little Petey. Pump. Um, <laughs> Ace Austin, no. Uh, Trey Miguel, no. Uh, I'm just going to say Josh Alexander retains, and I'm probably going to be wrong, but I just want to see Josh Alexander because he's a fucking beast, and I think he's awesome. So I'm going to go with Josh Alexander, the walking weapon to retain.
0: I mean, I I think I agree because they obviously want to establish Josh as a singles competitor. Um, So he's got the X Division title already. What better way to solidify him as an X Division champion than to have him retain in the signature X Division match? So, um, yeah, I
3: agree with Josh Alexander. Well, goddamn, that blew any reason for me to pick anybody else out of the fucking water. <laughs>
2: The
1: argument was with Josh Alexander. So when he came in, he was killing everybody. Then they automatically put him with Ethan Page and they were the North because they were a tag team on the Canadian independent wrestling scene, which was a great tag team. and I love the North death, but I'm like, you have this big badass who's called the walking weapon. You don't need to put him in a tag team, even though the tag team sufficed and had a lot of great success in Impact Wrestling, one of the most dominant teams of the last few years. It's one of those things, man, when you let this guy just go. He's got the headgear on. He's the walking weapon. You let him be the walking weapon. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he's going to do. So, yeah, I think we're all going to be a full house and go with J.A. Alexander. That'd be the one first name, Josh.
3: We're going to can't argue with that. All right.
0: We got another uh, multiple, multiple, multiple person match. Uh, for the Impact World Tag Team titles, we got a four-way as Violent by Design. Oh, okay, so they're using free bird rules. It's Eric Young, Diener, Joe Doring, or Rhino uh, versus Swan and Willie Mack versus TJP and Falabar versus the Good Brothers.
3: Ooh. Uh-huh, I see. What the shit? Uh, I'm just I'm going oh, okay. to go with oh, Violent okay. by Design. To retain. I got it, I got it, I got it. You totally threw me off. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why, why? is there so many people? Because it's violent. Why? Okay, I, I got it. Yeah, uh, the Freebird rule. So it's any combination
0: of the four people in Violent by Design, Defend, and Attack titles.
3: Why do I feel like fucking it, the Good Brothers could get the belts back? Just to fucking parade them around on AEW. <laughs> God, I don't hate that. but It's like the only reason I could see any different because... <sighs> Yeah, well. Yeah, fuck it. Give me the Good Brothers. Okay. Let's go. That's Stop the, the fucking train. Yeah, you go, go. With some bold predictions. Hey, wait <laughs> a minute. What happened to that show? Ah. Uh,
0: creative okay. differences. Uh, uh Mike, who's your pick?
1: I was originally going to go with Violent by Design to retain because I don't think they've held it all that long. Uh. I'm torn between that and the Good Brothers. Um, I look at it from a stance, too. TJP and Falaba are back together because they're Filipino. No, no. but here's the thing. The reason why I say that is, too, because that's what they were doing in the storylines. He's Filipino. He's Filipino. They're buddies. Let's put them as a tag team because that's pretty much what the hell they were as a tag team. They're a good tag team, but that was the general consensus in regards to the tag team, well, TJP.
0: at least they have something in common and like, half the tag teams in WWE. <laughs> Dude, they're Bang.
1: playing Safa and Mansoor, and I'm like, I see that coming, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'll freaking take TJP and Falabao all day, every day, represent. But no, who was the other tag team that you mentioned? Uh, no, Swan Rick- and Mack. Man, I love me some Willie Mack and Rich Swan, Return of the Mack, everybody chants it, Mark Morrison, hold on. It's one of those things where I look at it from a stance, too, where I don't believe they've even held the tag titles. They would be the wild card for me. But since you also have the Good Brothers in there, I'm leaning towards the Good Brothers, but I also look at it from a stance, too. I think there will be a title change on this show, but I do not think it will be this particular bout. So I'm going to go with Violent by Design, VBD to retain All
0: right. Yeah, if it wasn't already taken, I'm sure Rich Swan and Willie Mack would be the best friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I'm like just it. saying right now, man. Well, there's a plus two. I went all UK on your buttocks there, Mr. Dazzy, dangerously. I said, I said Mark Morrison, return to the mech. <laughs> return to the mech. Oh the
0: mech. Yep. Uh, straight up singles match, Eddie Edwards versus W. Morrissey.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, it's it in the foregone conclusion? Morrissey. Yes. Hey, push
3: him <laughs> into the moon, all right? All right well, that's... it's
1: out the wazoo again. It's like he puts him in the hospital, and it's a feud out of nowhere. It's like he goes from friggin' molly whopping everybody. I mean, he friggin' molly whopp- poor Rich Swan. He's molly whopping everybody, man. He's the molly whopper. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the whopper at Burger King. I want the molly whopper, and his name is W. Morrissey. He comes out here. He's a brick house. You know what I'm saying? He's coming, better promos. There, er? he's coming out of nowhere, and he's absolutely ripping ass and taking names. You know what I'm saying? To quote you, Moses Marquez, it's a fucking host. He's a fucking
3: hoss. He, he is a hoss. He's that. That's all I knew. That's all he was supposed to be when he was in WWE. But you know, he had the dumb gimmick. That's fine. Whatever. He was just supposed to be the big guy. And and now, yeah, he he has gone from the big guy to he's a big ass hoss. And, and I'm personally, I really like it. I'm really not super into Impact. You guys know me. When it comes down to if something I have to watch, I end up doing highlights. Mm. I fucking love watching his highlights. It's, without the little pipsqueak, he's a fucking star. I've okay. said it a million times, and and now it's it's finally coming into fruition. There is a reason to strap the rocket to his ass. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna go like AEW title like right off the bat, kind of more not AEW pause, uh, Impact. But I mean, he's it's not like he's not building to being a big star. So who knows? I mean, I'm sure once once it's off, Kenny, the sky's the limit. Yeah. i will
1: be really shocked if eddie edwards wins but i don't see it happening i mean they've shocked us a couple of times with some of their uh you know well i mean we've we've had a lot and then all of, all of a sudden they freaking flip the script on us and swerve us but in this particular situation you have this hot red heel monster that is w morrissey he ain't taking the dub w morrissey mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He ain't losing, is what I meant by that. But yeah, no. You're... I got to say, what they're really doing as well is because I know his girl's there. Steve Macklin, the former, uh, what's his face, who was in a WWE, not Wesley Blake, the other guy, Steve Cutler. So he's Steve mm. Macklin now. They're having him go against the enhancement talents, and he's been ripping ass. I got to say, he's another one to look out for.
0: Man, you, you're right about one thing, definitely. Impact do love swerviness. That they do. Especially me on predictions. <laughs> All right. Full house for Morrissey. Uh, yes. We also have the knockouts tag team titles on the line, Fire and Flavor versus Havoc and Rosemary. Uh, how many times have I been wrong on the knockouts tag team freaking titles? I'm going to go because they have history and I they just obviously reunited Havoc and Rosemary. I hear silence from Mike and I don't like it.
3: Uh, man. <laughs> The girls, go ahead. I want to hear Mike's explanation. Yeah, it's going to be great.
1: The girls that are fire and play, Vakir like Hogan and Tasha Steels, the Bodiqua. Man, when it comes to those two men, you have them win the titles and they've been killing it. Then they lose it to Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Then they win it right back. Hot potato, hot potato. Somebody put on the wiggles. It's one of these things where I look at it from a stance too. I see they're going to lose here, so I'm going to go Epic and Rosemary. <laughs>
0: yeah, hey, I got I one say, right.
1: No, you know, because, dude, <laughs> I, I don't see it. And a lot of people are saying it because, I mean, there's no more Nevea. So Havoc and Rosemary, obviously they have history, Father James Mitchell, they've been feuding, but sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You put these two together, they have like, you know, that dark vibes to them. Jessica Havoc has always been an amazing talent. Courtney Rush, AKA Rosemary, always been an amazing talent. So I've got to go with Shimmer's Finest. I've got to go with a lot of people that we've seen on the women's independent circuit, like Havoc and WSU. I'm talking about women's superstar Uncensored. I'm going to go with Havoc and Rosemary. New Knockouts Tag Team Champions.
3: All right. Moses? Again, when, when when Mike gets excited, it's hard to make an argument against him. But at the same <laughs> time, I, I'm like... Hasn't like Havoc... Haven't they like been... It's Havoc and somebody else, because if it's not Havoc and Rosemary, it's got to be somebody else then.
1: It was Nevea. She left, Moses. Nevea. That's
3: right. Thank you. I was about to say, it's like they were constantly fucking going after the tag titles. Constantly. And it never, never, never happened. So it's now, yeah, the crowning of a new, or not the crowning, but I guess the culmination of a new team. Plus, you know, we like to fucking treat fire and flavor all weird, but whatever. Yeah, no, fuck it. Give me a new champ. New champ. This would be the first,
1: though, because Rosemary's never been the knockout stag champ, neither has Havoc. So this would be a first for both of those ladies.
0: Well, there you go. Well, I mean, the titles are pretty new. After the, the the hiatus.
1: Hey man, all I'm saying hiatus. right now, when you come back, better than ever with the knockouts tag title, and when before that, the last champs you had before that were Eric Young and God Dang ODB. Hey man, you're coming back better than ever.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. We got through that pretty quickly. We only got two matches left. So why is Diana Parazzo always against TBA? <laughs> Knockouts title (laughs) on the line. We don't know who the challenger is. Any ideas, Mike, before we get into this?
1: I have a theory, man. I'm going to put it like this. Man, I was originally going to go with Chelsea Green, but she showed up on Ring of Honor. There's a lot of rumors that it may be a former Knockouts champ. One was a lot of people have been throwing out Tessa Blanchard, but I'm not entirely sure about that because the way she left the company was not in the best of ways.
0: (laughs) To say Um, the least.
1: To say the least, yes. (laughs) Um,. If I wanted to do a retro, if I wanted to do someone who's been current in the news with the pay-per-view that's coming up with NWA, I love to see hardcore country. But in the same stance, I think it be, should be someone that would kill it at Impact Wrestling, someone who would have an amazing match with Deanna Brazo. I'm going to pull the wild card, and it is going to be the former Ruby Riot, Miss Heidi Lovelace. They're going to have a banger, but Deanna retains.
0: That would be good. Um... Well, here's what I'm seeing. Uh, Was it last year at Slammiversary Deanna won against uh, uh, Jordan Grace? Grace. Yes. So she's had literally a year now of carrying a division, and Slammiversary is obviously a big pay-per-view.
1: What? You're wrong. What? What? She lost, remember she lost to Sue Young because Kylie Ray. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, that was bit.
0: a little blip, but she still pretty much carried the division for a year.
1: She wasn't the champion for a year, man. That's not a year. She had a blip on the radar, man. I didn't she say a- she
0: was champion for a year. I said she's carried the roster for a year.
1: I'm just saying, man. you got to watch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my Big verbiage. The verbi- ah, um, she's been knockout champion on and off for a year, and she's carried the division for a year. I, slamiversary is obviously a big pay per I think now would be an ideal time to say thank you very much. You've done your job. Now it's time for somebody else to take the reins. Um, I just I would have a better idea of that if I knew who the challenger was. So, I'm just gonna throw my hat in the ring and go for TBA.
3: You know what? It's, it's, it's ballsy. It's risky. And I like it. Give me TBA. All right, two against one.
1: I'll take that because Deanna's my girl, and I had the pleasure of interviewing her, so I'm a little biased. Yeah, you did. i I have also say this right now. It also goes back to my Long Island roots. I'm not talking about roots. I'm talking about roots. I did see her win the NYWC Starlet Championship on Long Island when she faced Willow Nightingale. It's a hometown, man, hometown. Even though she's from that human cesspool, New Jersey, I'll allow it. Whoa. What? You said I'll allow it. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Judge I Jersey
0: way. how you really feel.
1: Yo, man, I'm gonna say this right now. I got some people in New Jersey, cousin-wise, but y'all know you're a human cesspool, okay? When I see Jersey, I think of stank, all right? I just not even stink, it stanks. I put the kibosh on New Jersey, it stanks. Get the fuck away from me. The only reason I will go to New Jersey is to get some White Castle burgers. I feel like Harold and Kumar. I feel like Anthony Anderson in this movie. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down and head on over to White Castle.
0: You know what? Every time I hear the word stank, I think of Mark Henry with Jericho. <laughs> you ever get close to Trish again, you're gonna smell my stank all over her.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: yes. <laughs>
0: Circa
1: two thousand four.
0: <laughs> and main events, um, which is now no DQ for the world title, Kenny by God Omega versus Sammy Callahan.
3: I don't think it's time for Omega to drop the title yet. As, as much as I think it would be, it's the second you say no DQ, the chicanery is in it's the, the, you know, the, 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 Bucks could, could show up fucking, uh, you know, any, anything could happen. It could goddamn be Nakazawa's fault. It could be fucking Don Callis. There's a million, there's a million things that could get in Sammy Callahan's way in an yeah. no DQ match. So not this um, time, bud.
0: And then there's like really, really ambitious what if like what if Hangman turned up and cost him the impact title?
3: Oh hell yeah, gimme that, but you know what? I don't I don't see it happening. It's just like a I, yeah. it's a fantasy. Hey, whoever's booking it, sign me up.
0: <laughs> uh Mike, do you agree with Omega?
1: I got to go with, I hear the battle cry, man. I got to go Kenny Omega on this. Kenny, by God, Omega, excuse me. Out. <laughs> I look at it from a stance. where, yes, they have the no DQ, you know, stipulation added. When it comes to Sammy Callahan, I don't see him winning it here. Now, when you look at the Impact Wrestling and the landscape of it, they have always epitomized and advertised Slammiversary and Bound for Glory being their two biggest shows. Yeah. But more Bound for Glory. More Bound for Glory. Yeah. But I see him winning it and culminating with the title being won at Bound for Glory. And, of course, that will be right after um, All Out in September, which I'm sure they're going to set up Omega and Paige. <laughs> so you can have him defend the AEW title and then the Impact title. So I'm going to go Omega.
0: You know what I really miss about Slammiversary? What? The King in a Mountain being a tradition. Fucking Hogan. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. God damn Hogan.
0: Actually, yeah, I take it back. That X Division is my second favorite match. King of the Mountain match was always my favorite match. It's
1: a reverse ladder match, man, but it it served its purpose. Yeah,
0: but I love the concept as well of you have to qualify to climb the ladder by sending somebody to the penalty box for, what, five minutes? Yes. It was great. It was. And that is Slammiversary all covered. I'm sure uh, Travis will shake it all up with his predictions after the show, also Demon S, yeah. don't forget your predictions too. We know we know you like right. Impact, and Chad, you know Impact seems to be your thing. Let, let's get your predictions too. Anybody, uh, throw your hat in the ring for this one because then we got money in the bank the next night. Hold on uh. a second, man.
1: I was gonna say I think we have a lot of. And I apologize for interrupting, man. I'm just excited, man. I'm excited, man. It's a good time. It's a good day. I look at it from a stance too, my brothers, my elite brothers. We also have a lot of people predicting more in the predictions, Chip. chip and people, keep it up, man. I mean, yeah, we, we got a lot of people. Man, keep it up.
0: Uh, last time at Hell in a Cell was the most predictions we ever had. So thank you very yeah, much.
1: We, yes. Let's see if we can top it, man.
0: Why Why not? It's it's a big weekend. It's a weekend full of pay per views. have
1: um, well, so to say, money in the bank shouting, what you think. So that makes me even more happy.
0: Yeah. So, uh, coming up, we also have King and a Mike still to come. Uh, but first, thank you for listening to Max Wrestling. We are available on audio form on all podcast platforms, including SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and CastBox.
1: chess Bizarre!
0: I'll accept that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Up next, Match three in the king of the mic 2021 both are making their king of the mic debut but chris durham does have success in the promo bowl as a former champion and he is the current mr iron bank meanwhile ryan sutcliffe is hell-bent on destroying max wrestling thank you we love you too Oh, that fucker (laughs) so ladies and gentlemen good luck voting on this one that's all i can say this is this week's king of the mic match
4: 21 Iron Bank contract winner is here. Moneymaker Chris. Always cashed in and you can bank on that. Future's so bright and need to wear shades. King of the mic. 2021. You know, the moneymaker's been very successful when he's entered these competitions. I entered the promo bowl last year and I was one of the winners. I entered the Iron Bank contract competition and I won. And now I've entered the king of the mic. I got one guy standing in my way. His name is Ryan Sutcliffe. I've done my homework on you, Ryan. And I see that you got a little show called Ryan Square. And I saw you with your little shades on, your little white jacket, getting your James Bond on. You didn't look as good as the money maker looked in his shades, but hey, everybody can't be the money. But it hit me. It hit me like a sack of potatoes. Why a guy like you would be on a show called Ryan Square. Because that's who you are. You're a square, like Squint said in the sandlot. You're an L7 weenie. And I'll be damned for a little punk ass weenie like you is going to beat me in this competition. So you can take your ball and go home. You're not in my league, and you're not on my level. I have a goal. That's to win. The king of the mic. Walk in, the promo slam, and the walk out as the promo champ. That's not a spoiler, ladies and gentlemen. That just a fact of life. That being said, moneymaker Chris, cash in out. Fire the cannons and hit my music.
2: My own section and they still disconnected Cause their minds been infected And they're filled
0: with the Recollection So we're losing all
2: attention They don't know I'm in contention Cause I'm <laughs> Hey hey kids yeah. Listen up Classes in session. <clears throat> I've made my statement in this company very clear from day one what I intend to do here and that is take over I'm quite frankly insulted that they now tell me I have to go through some money maker Chris Durham I don't like that name I'm going to rename you how about my bitch Chris Durham I think that works suitably well from day one, I set out a mission, and that was to take over and destroy everyone here at Max Wrestling. And I'm frankly, quite quite disgusted that they've given me someone pathetic like, like you, Chris, to go through first. I don't want. I didn't come here for the small fish. I came here for the big fish. If it means stepping over you, that's exactly what I'll do, my man. Because you are a twig to my massive beanstalk. That's all you are. I'm just, you know, it's an easy win. You call yourself the money maker. You talk a lot. Talk a lot for a guy that's won a sweet F all here in Marks. In my debut, I took the demoness to school, my man. What have you done? I've looked back at some of your work, and you're not bad. You know Dwayne Johnson. You're more like a, uh, well, someone from TNA in 2010, really, aren't you? You ain't got nothing on me, boy. But I'm going to entertain it. I'll sit here. I'll talk to you. Because, you know... Someone's got to give you the rub, don't they? And if it's going to be me, it's going to be me. You know what I mean? <sighs> so here we are. Here we are, Chris Durham. You can bank on that, that's what you like to see. <clears throat> but bank on what? What have you done? What have you done? When, when I got DM'd that my opponent was going to be you, I took one look in the mirror, and I thought, this is going to be easy. This is gonna be easy, this is exactly what it is, easy. Because I'm not even, I don't even, you're not even here, mate. My head's on the end game, and the end game to me is the whole of Max Wrestling. Because I am the spark that lights the flame that brings Max Wrestling to the fucking absolute ground. This is the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler, and you are watching Max Wrestling
4: Podcast Network. We're going to take
3: it to the max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey,
1: this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross.
2: Hey, everybody. It's the interview queen, Alicia Attute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up,
1: everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This
4: is the
3: CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor Superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast.
4: Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allin. Listen
3: to the Max Wrestling Podcast.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse.
3: Welcome to the Madhouse, giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max.
1: It's
4: time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max.
0: Welcome back, and you can go to maxrassing.net slash vote right now to decide the winner between Chris and Ryan. Next week, we know for sure it's the Phoenix's turn. What we don't know is who he's facing. Well, uh, I've been talking to Phoenix's lawyer and assured him there will be an opponent for Phoenix next week. It's just going to be a mystery. Sorry, Phoenix. Yeah. Let me. I mean, like, next week wasn't bad enough for him. He's also in a trivia battle. Uh, the Phoenix will be defending the Max Wrestling World Championship against Mike. This will be the first time the world title has been defended in trivia competition and the first time it will be defended on a regular episode of Max Wrestling. And, of course, winner goes on to promo slam. Slammy promo. Good. See, of course Mike was the one who made the trivia challenge for the world title. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strongest hey, area
1: Hey, I'm gonna look at it from a stance too I've been a three-time knowledge champ I've been yeah. a promo champ I've won king of the mic I've won iron bank And I'm the only person right now To successfully cash in the Mo- iron bank contract All I have left really right now is the world you, title So my eyes are laser focused Yeah,
0: you, uh, you want to regain your place as a Grand Slam champion
1: well, I'm going to say, man, the fuckery and the screw job is in, man. You want to just fuck me, man. Right in the ass with a goddamn colonic is what you're doing, dad, dangerously. Get that bedpan, get that thing very good Stone Cold was talking about. What's your foot? Your foot. You were beating me up, man. You were Stone Cold, and I'm just Vince trying to have my peace in the hospital room, and you want to hit me over the head with the bedpan, you son of a bitch.
0: You, you know what's worse? What? Let's say you do win the world title and become a Grand Slam champion again. Next year, we're going to be adding a promo league to it, so then that's another... Addition to become a Grand Slam.
1: You just like giving it. Easy. I'm saying right now. I'm <laughs> just like giving it. Easy.
0: People like the promo league, so it's time to bring it back. And hopefully it goes smoothly this time
1: hey i think we'll be okay i think we have a tight-knit group man well when you got myself and you and moses and everybody just wanting to get everybody in and also the fact that we don't have some toxicity and no i'm not talking about the system of a down album we don't have a lot of bullshit to deal with we're a drama free zone we like a cool calm, and collective like a cucumber baby
0: calm like a bomb
1: calm like a bomb i like your style i like your style
0: Uh, I tell you what's not a regular episode, though, and that is on August 19th. It's the real party of the summer. One of the biggest Max Wrestling special events. Promo Slam. Uh, I know this is Travis's favorite event, because he has the poster from last year on his wall. Mm -hmm. This year, it's double or nothing. It's time to place your bets. Kicking things off, Cipher returns for a farewell promo exhibition with Mike Larkin. It's the first time ever, and it's one more track for the road from Corey.
1: Plus. Well, let me tell you something now, Mr. Corey El I apologize. <laughs> let me tell you something right now, Mr. Cipher. When you're going you to bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Bitch. I am not a kingpin. I am not a walker. I am not a shape. I am not a Joker. I am not an LFA I am not a crippler. I am not any of those sorts. I am a machine and you can't stop a machine, man. I just keep going and going. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. I'll entertain you, I'll be serious, but either way, I will come at you and I will come at you like there is nothing that you have ever seen before, baby. So, Mr. Corey L. Coulter, ready and let's have a fun and entertaining bet as only as we can do,
4: boom.
0: Plus, whoever wins the 2021 King of the Mike Tournament gets a first-class ticket to challenge the promo champion, Moses Marquez, El Hefe. So, who's game for main event Mo? Because uh, the Knowledge Championship is also on the line, also held by Moses Marquez, as he defends against the winner of the first-ever Ring of Games, which is on August 17th at the Promo Slam pre-launch show, four challengers will compete in a series of trivia challenges in the ring of games looking to prove they belong in the ring of champions it all goes down in five weeks and we can't
3: wait no we can't
0: uh here's one thing we can wait for though but we're gonna predict it anyway money in the bank
3: shout at
1: what you think i got money in the bank shout at what you think
0: (laughs) oh i love it not not quite as many rematches this time uh we got six matches uh I'm taking a quick look i think they... actually yeah, oh, one or two rematches pretty good not bad
1: well, dude, they got bianca because bailey got hurt so we're doing bianca and carmella tomorrow
0: yeah because of course because
1: wait a minute, wait a minute. AJ, I'm sorry, but I just I just realized this. AJ and Almas are defending against the Viking Raiders. That was supposed to be on Raw next week, yep. so they added it to the pay-per-view instead. Yep.
0: yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't understand is why they replaced an injured challenger and then brought the friggin' match forward. I don't know. Why, why is it a thing with SmackDown recently to just take title matches off the pay-per-view and then put them on SmackDown before the pay-per-view? They
3: feel they get a better rating? There you go.
0: Oh, yeah, but don't you want more buy rates? Nah, I'm better rating.
3: (laughs) You're
1: fucking
2: stupid.
0: I mean, SmackDown's already the most-watched wrestling show, so.
1: It's exciting times because fans are going back, but then you also have to question for how long because all these goddamn spikes keep going up with the coronavirus, so.
0: Yeah, the corona. corona. All right, well, let's kick it off with that one then. AJ Styles and Omos defending the Raw tag team titles against the Viking Raiders. Uh, I'm gonna go Viking Raiders. I mean, they've AJ and o must have had it since mania. Mhm. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah,
3: have works perfectly if you ask me. I mean, you bring a brand new team back. It, yeah, they've had the builds forever. I would say, why not live crowd? Gotta think of live crowd.
0: Uh, Viking Raiders have been World Tag Team t- Champions, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a new thing. Uh, Mike.
1: If they were not doing it, I was originally going to say RK-Bro was going to be the ones to take it off of them. But with the direction they're going, I'm thinking that we're going to get Matt Riddle and Randy Orton one-on-one. Because why not? So,
0: Randy don't play well with others.
1: It's a tough one for me because I like both teams. I think it serves its purpose for AJ Styles being like the Shawn Michaels to Omos' Diesel. And then you have the Viking Raiders who, whether they're in Ring of Honor, whether they're in Japan, whether they're in WWE, they've always impressed and they've always been very dominant. Um, like you guys said, if it's a live crowd and you want to start it back hot, you give it to them two-time Raw Tag Team Champions. I'm going to go with the Viking Raiders now.
0: All right, full house. Okay, now we're actually getting Money in the Bank ladder matches this year. Um, okay, there's a TBD. That's a curveball. Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, uh, Natalia, and TBD are in the women's match. Who in the fuck? Who do you? Oh man, it, the only name I can think of because of course Mandy just got moved to NXT, and apparently they've traded her for Aaliyah to Maybe Aaliyah TBD. Oh, it could
1: be Sasha. Hell no. <laughs> it could be Sasha. Maybe Sasha.
0: I don't oh know. yeah, it's gotta be Sasha.
1: Or it could be Becky Lynch. No, Becky Lynch, I don't Oh, here's the thing with Becky Lynch. If I if I was doing it, because we're gonna predict Rhea and Charlotte, I would say have her face the winner of that at SummerSlam and I'll get into that in a second. But I don't really know. I mean, uh, here's the thing about Mandy Rose. So you have mm-hmm her and Dana Brooke, it's a tape thing, the Gucci girls, against uh, Natty and Tamina in the back, and they're having like this shoving contest and then the next friggin' day, Mandy Rose is on NXT, and it looks to be permanent that she's officially yep. back down there, and and Dana Brooke is like, take me with you. Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> don't <laughs> so leave me I, here. Don't leave me here. <laughs> yes. So I don't know who TBD is gonna be, but either way, I'm not gonna predict it first. You guys go ahead.
0: I'm not going to pick TBD, but uh, yeah, I think Sasha Banks is a safe shot, or Aaliyah. Um Liv Morgan's been really pushed, I know that much, even though I haven't been watching. So, uh, I think it would be great if Liv Morgan got the contract. I think it's high time she got that title push, and obviously there's, there must be a reason they kept her and released Ruby, so I'm going to go with Liv.
1: Wait a minute. You, i just thought of something for tbd i apologize but all right since i did see like photos of her training a while ago how funny would it be if sonia deville just puts herself in the match
0: that's a very good call too um i'm still gonna go with live morgan though okay
3: uh, yeah as, as much as like you know that sounds like a nice thing and all that you know. Hey, let's make a fan favorite, of a number one contender, and all the hoopla, blah blah blah. You forget there is a goddamn witch in that fucking ring, okay? And she possesses people, and she can do stuff. And how are you not going to have the lady that does magic not win this match, okay? She does magic, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Alexa Bliss has to win, cause of magic. Uh, I think. And I if think she we, doesn't win cause of magic. I quit. We we thought why, that with why, the wait, Rumble though. Stuff so okay. oh that'd be cool wait a minute hold on Moses does just has to... everybody in the old jump hat
1: well <laughs> Moses has a point here Moses does actually bring up a great point so Rhea Ripley was the one who eliminated Alexa Bliss from the Royal Rumble because she didn't want her to go batshit crazy on everybody you know what I'm saying before everything took a turn for the worst yeah how awesome would it be if Alexa wins and Rhea's the champ and she cashes in on the girl who eliminated her from the Royal Rumble man Hey. I mean,
0: They can do a title feud anyway. Liv's going to have a year to cash in.
1: I'm just saying something about Liv. Well, I'm, just I mean, I'm just saying. She comes from a long way of the yell, 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 yell that she was in NXT and then being a part of the Riot Spot and being her own woman, standing on her own two feet. All the women, independent, throw your hands up at me. I look at it from a stance of Liv Morgan. It's well overdue mm-hmm. and it's well done. And I mean, having that fan favorite. But, yeah, I'm torn, man. My heart says Liv Morgan, but my mind is saying Alexa Bliss. Somebody's going up that ladder, and they're going to be hypnotized. They are going to have the hoodoo on them. They're going to cast a spell on them. I don't know, man. So, for me, I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to say Liv Morgan.
0: I mean, a lot of people have um, already started turning on Alexa, and her winning the money in the bank would just piss them off even more.
1: Uh, I love Alexa Bliss but this is the light version of what we got with Bray Wyatt and I'm kind of like meh with the whole thing now I'm kind of like no I mean, she has her own thing now with the evil is mine. And what's very cool about it is, too, it has has something to do with Lily because maybe she's turning into Lily. She put Lily in a timeout because Lily, if you look at the overall imagery that you see from the Titan Tron, like Lily's eyes are hypnotized. So maybe it's something that, you know, where one body is consuming another body. It's taken over overall being, man. So there's a lot of supernatural shiznit going down that's beyond our control. So who knows?
2: Supernatural (laughs) (laughs) shiznit. Focus,
1: focus.
3: There you go, Hocus Pocus. Yep, yep. I like that movie.
1: It was a very good movie. We got to talk about it on friggin' uh, Netflix, Dazzarino.
3: Yeah, well,
0: sequel coming.
1: Oh, my goodness, yes. All right. Uh,
0: let's get this out of the way. Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. Bobby Ashley. Bobby Ashley, sorry. Thank you, Bobby Ashley. The guy with the group that we're cool.
3: <laughs> that fucking kills me. <laughs> They wear that's suits like, and they're I like, "We're cool." The whole interview, and I think that's why I've been talking about it so much. I finally got to see the whole thing, and I'm like, "You really went on there and just didn't give a shit, did you?"
0: No, and then got fired two days later. Hey, and just don't ask why. Um, yeah, Lash- Ashley, 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 Mike.
1: I be Ashley. Bobby be Ashley, man. Bobby Ashley. No, sorry. <laughs> yes. But the stance, too, that I go with it, it's like, it's going to be a good match. And I think that they're going to kill it. But my thing with it, too, is when it was officially announced after Drew lost, thank God, and we don't have Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre again, and it just comes right out on Raw that Kofi's going to challenge him because he beat him, even through chicanery and shenanigans because of Drew McIntyre. is going to challenge him, I'm like, they're not going to have Bobby lose the title to Kofi Kingston. I think it's just because it's predictable, even though it's going to be a good match, Bobby's going to put in that hurt lock and he's going to get the dub. Now there was a rumor that the fiend is going to get a major title um, feud so how interesting would it be because another thing that they could do and I mean this is like thinking out of the box right they could have Kofi win and Bray Wyatt go after Kofi because there is history with Bray and Kofi I mean if you guys remember from Bray's early days in 2013 one of his pay-per-view matches was against Kofi Kingston they had that feud with the Wyatt family in the New Day so there's some you know continuity right there which would be very interesting but I don't see Kofi doing the whole Kofi mania thing for a part two if you will I'm not talking about part two I'm talking about part do. You
3: know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? That's right.
1: Take it back but, to the 80s. Yeah. So looking at it from a stance where I got to go Bobby Lashley to retain and Bobby can face Brock or whomever at the uh, at the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Or, and, as long as it's not Goldberg, because if that's the talk of Goldberg and Bobby Lashley... <laughs> Oldberg. Spear, Spear? No. Oldberg, yeah.
3: Hey, we can have no. another Spear versus Spear. Yep. Okay, remember that one time we disappointed everybody? I want to do it again. <laughs>
0: okay uh yeah like you said we got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte which i think is the only actual rematch on the show this time uh for the I raw women's title
1: do. Dude, I don't know what they're doing because I don't know who the heel is. I don't know who the face is. They're all one up in each other. And because they're trying to see who the dirtiest player in the game is, they keep chat tra- blocking each other. And they're hitting each other with crutches and not really being injured. And they're trying no, to... No, I,
3: no, 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 no. I saw what they fucking did. They tried to have a lightsaber battle with crutches. I know, I know. It's disrespect. I know. I'm sorry. Disrespect. I'm
1: sorry, Moses, but goddamn, man, I don't care about this feud. Like, when they did this for the NXT women's title, and then they broke our hearts by having friggin' Charlotte win, like, I was more invested in that because it was good. It was a good build. It was a good match. This, they decided to make Rhea a heel, this badass woman who has taken no prisoners, and they said, you know what? When she gets to the main roster, heel. Wrong. She should not be a heel. She should be the babyface. But, no, Charlotte's kind of like the babyface in this, and somewhat, somehow, some way I don't even know. I don't, don't give know. two squirts of piss Fuck about
0: it. is Charlotte the babyface?
1: I, under- I don't know, man. I'm trying to make sense of it. And I don't give two squirts of piss about this match. But at the end of the day, I got to say Rhea Ripley retains, and then Becky Lynch can come out. They could have the stare down. Boom, there's your somersault match.
0: No, you, you wait till all them Texans get in the building and see how much of a babyface Charlotte is.
1: Uh she would be like the friggin it's like the fabulous free birds on the von eric she would be the free birds just get the fuck out get the fuck out
0: uh all right is that a full house for ripley
3: yes yeah please yeah because i do not want to see charlotte win this thing again <laughs> especially not in front of a live crowd nope
1: and, well, because and I want to see Rhea and Becky, because I think that would be very, very good. And Becky could go get against a, a strong heel.
3: Yeah. Becky looking shredded by the by. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Hold on. There's someone else that was looking shredded. How about Trish Stratus in that mombot photo, man? My goodness. Oh yeah.
3: Hold on. Wait a minute. Now, now I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you, uh, Mike, because you is my resident, uh, I guess, guy about this whole gimmick. Was she trying to fuck around with or hold on wait a minute. Did she was she the one that reached out to um to Sonny about the whole OnlyFans co-oping?
1: I have no idea. All I know right now is as soon as I saw Sonny co and I threw up in my mouth a little bit. So I didn't want to read any further on that.
3: I like, was fucking around on uh I think it was Facebook and they were, and I was like, Okay, well I already knew Sonny like had like an OnlyFans and I was like, now she's asking for help and like somebody like was like reaching out and i was like oh crap please don't be trish please don't be trish i didn't even <laughs> want to read the article
1: I, the problem is i when it comes to sunny she was a beautiful woman in the 90s she had her moment in 2007 when she came back at the raw anniversary and she looked good and then over the years when she was doing sunny side up and she was doing all this stuff uh, no <laughs> i am noticed man, that. Uh, no <laughs> uh, no have, and here's the thing: some guys out there will still want to fuck her, so they can say, "I fuck Sunny." Everybody's fuck Sunny. Uh, so he now. says
3: he wants to have some sunny days, but <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, heard, I, I heard it's about <laughs> dawn. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, well, I mean, yeah,
0: we we have a saying in the UK, Mike. That I'm, I think you'll appreciate. Uh, she's seen more pricks in a second-hand dat board.
3: Oh, Not that's like, awesome! That is great. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean,
1: She's admitted to having sex with the British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels, and everybody suspected that her and Bret Hart got it on, which Bret Hart will vehemently deny. Well,
0: he'll He'll blame Triple H for it, but –
3: well, I didn't do it, but Triple H was like, if you don't do this... I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, we saw an
1: equivalent of what Chris Candido was. Chris Candido's like, hey, yo, want to give her a go? Gucci, Gucci, ya, ya, da, da. And then we got John Morrison in the mid-2000s giving friggin' Melina up to Batista. She said, He said, go ahead, Animal. Yeah! Walk for miles at this side of Pit of Danger. And he went there, man.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh... <laughs> Universal title Roman Reigns defending against
3: Edge. This guy could defend defend it against Jesus right now and he'd still win. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: I, I don't see I, Roman I, losing I, it till at least SummerSlam. I
3: think I, I think I said it on this show. The only person that's gonna beat him for that thing is gonna be his fucking older cousin. And that's that's literally it. Him or are you or are you ready for this? super cena me oh man i the only i i kid you not there's not a person on this roster that i feel is even in the ballpark to even get close to touching this dude he's the greatest thing that wwe has going right now He, he he really is him and pat mcafee i fucking hey dude i'm telling you i i'm smackdown i'm gonna start watching it because fucking Pat McAfee every fucking week is doing something crazier and fucking crazier, <laughs> and I gotta fucking I gotta be a part of this shit now. So, but I've been I've been I've been keeping up with the Roman thing. Roman's awesome right now, and it's it's he's he, the rocket is quite literally strapped to his ass, and he's not coming down. You know, Jeff Bezos built this rocket. It, it you know it's made by the millions by the richest man in the world. So it, it, even Edge coming back, the old fucker. <laughs> Goldberg can come back. He ain't going to. Lesnar can come back. I really don't even think he would beat him. It's either going to end up being The Rock, who would maybe or maybe not come back, or they have this gigantic plan for seeing him because apparently this guy was supposed to already be there. But because he's doing another movie, he can't. Or he's uh, going to be at a screening for another movie. He can't. So it's like they have him in the plans for something. Yeah. And, again, who's going to take off the the king of the mountain? Kevin Owens? Ricochet? Drew McIntyre? I I don't think so. Maybe Drew, but that's like a WrestleMania thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, can they really keep the title on Roman Till Media?
3: Without Uh, pissing people off? I was going to say, yeah, without pissing people off, no. And becoming very stale. I mean, right now, I think his longevity, he could probably go to October. Yeah,
0: I mean, it doesn't feel like he's had it for like a year already because they've carried the story so well.
3: Hey, and, and, and you know, thumbs up to them for doing that. But, yeah, for once. But, but again, here's the realization. We're going back to live crowds, and that starts tomorrow. Yeah. So you're gonna know right now. You're gonna get instant gratification or instant, you know, retorts from the crowd if they don't like what you're putting out. There's no more hiding behind the Thunderdome. So, I mean, can that story last another fucking ten, nine, ten months? Maybe not. Can it last another four, or five months? Maybe. It all depends on how it looks in front of the crowd. Right now, they love it at home. Yeah. Are they going to love it while they're sitting there?
0: That's the thing. I'm not sure how it's going to be received because obviously at the Thunderdome, they pipe in the booze so loud when Mm. Roman's talking. You can't even hear what he's saying. Yeah, we get it. He's a heel. You don't want us to like him, but we do now.
3: (laughs) But see, that's the thing. That's that's the fucking thing. Just because they tell us you're not supposed to like it doesn't mean we ain't going to like it. Sometimes we enjoy the bad guy. Sometimes that's our entire, you know, way of looking at pro wrestling. I want to see how good the bad guy is and how good the good guy can be. And right now, your best good guy is, fuck, I want to say Drew, but then even then, he's been buried by fucking Bobby Lashley. So where do you go? Where do you go? Ah. Back to the Thunderdome. No, no fucking Thunderdome. (laughs) No. Start listening to this crowd like you fucking used to and run with it. Okay? I don't like your fucking product because it got real stale, but now, now, you can't hide. Mm. Now they're going to force you to change. And maybe, just maybe, you can get some people back. I'm not saying me, but... (laughs) Burned that fucking bridge with his goddamn fucking uh, Papa Shango, came back to life and possessed a fucking five-foot-inch girl. Or five-foot girl. <laughs> Crying out loud.
0: Yeah, maybe SmackDown Raw, you can still fuck off. Uh, on to what is possibly the main event. Uh, men's Money in the Bank in, match. I
1: didn't pick Roman and Edge.
0: Oh, I assumed you went Roman. I
1: didn't say anything. Okay. You just. Said a... <laughs> oh,
3: that's my bad. Who are you going with?
1: about to say, man. You just want to cut me out, man. Put me out. I'll never be your beast of burden as dangerously. goddamn it. Ooh, so when it comes to Roman and Edge, I look at it from a Yes. Can I finish, please, sir? Can I, are you sure about that five minutes? He said, can I finish? Please,
3: please, can I finish? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you are rude, sir. <laughs> yeah,
2: you
1: are <laughs> <sighs> Alright. <God>. Okay. <laughs>
0: I'm going to mute my mic.
1: (laughs) Okay. So when it comes to Roman and Edge, I look at it from a stance too. So Moses as you so eloquently put it. Who's going to be the one to face him next? The whole thing with Cena, right? So I'm going to go with Roman wins, and I'm looking forward to the match with Edge. This is really the one that I'm really invested in because it's been a great story. I'm happy to see Edge back, and I think it's going to be good shit. But Roman's going to get the dub. Now, one thing I love is continuity, and I said it with The Fiend possibly getting this major title push, right? One thing I'd love to see is him go back after Roman Reigns is another possibility, too, because they do have history, obviously, with the Bray Wyatt-Roman Reigns feud. But if you recall, Roman Reigns, when he came back, is the one who took out The Fiend at that SummerSlam when him and Braun Strowman had that bout for the Universal Championship last year. So there's continuity with Roman and Bray Wyatt that we never really got to see pan out. So maybe we can see Roman versus The Fiend. But either way, Roman's going to get the dub. And that's my thoughts on a possible challenger for SummerSlam if John Cena can't do it.
3: Hey, I mean, I, I, my again, when I don't watch the product and I'm not remembering when people are coming back or even what's going on, like I had forgotten about the fiend completely. So I mean, he's a he's a complete option considering the fact that you know, I don't. That, hey, Halloween's coming up. Yep. Not to be not to be that guy, not to play the seasons, but when it when it works out as well as it works out, it you know why why not? God damn it, why mm-hmm. not? Well, Mo,
1: they did that two years ago when, he, when uh, The Fiend beat Seth Rollins over in Blood Money country.
3: Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh,
1: the film is and they're going and back to intended Blood Money. No, but of course children are going to see it. Can I finish? The fact is that we Canadians are quite surprised
4: by you your You just outreach. don't care. Can I finish? Hello? Can,
1: I, can I
2: finish? The United States has graphic violence on television all the time. We can't believe that a movie with some foul language would piss you off so much. Because it's evil. Can I finish? Please, can I finish?
3: Okay, I <laughs> love it Fucking love it oh my god my goddamn childhood yes my childhood was the South Park movie god <laughs> what yep. a childhood I had
1: did a longer and uncut baby but yeah. yo so there is talk about them going back to blood money later in the year and I'm like no
3: Why? did they just win a lawsuit against them
1: or I just don't know anymore I don't
3: and people and people wonder why they make fun of this company on a regular basis yeah well
1: because we gotta go over there to get Mansoor a huge win that he wouldn't get in the states <sighs> all
0: right so and to give a... before we move on Mike to summarize reigns or edge
1: I said Roman reigns all right oh, yeah uh, I'm just making rain. sure he, I didn't he, skip he did over you hole. again I'm just saying, man. I'm talking. I mean, you don't <laughs> want to listen to what i got to say. you got wax. Get the wax out. Get,
0: you. Can, it. I, can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> okay, I finish. All right. <laughs> Men's Money in the Bank ladder match. We have Ricochet, John Morrison, Matt Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. First of all, uh, King Nakamura. Apparen- apparently now it. the king of the... My uh, king of king of the ring, crown is an actual thing because Nakamura is technically a king of the ring now. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of his accomplishments.
3: He's the man. It works. All right, I fucking love it. I'm I'm I am i i do not care. I'll let it slide.
0: I, I mean, he is a king anyway. Mm-hmm. He's
1: a strong style baby. That's right. Oh,
0: remember when he was the artist? Ah, oh, the good old days. <laughs> uh I, I really don't know who to pick. Um so mm-hmm.
3: two obvious ones for me would be Drew and Biggie. Ah, oh, and it, I don't know why Biggie wasn't in my circle, but I can definitely see him now. Or Seth Rollins. That uh, that's like free picks. Seth was in there. Uh, I was thinking either Drew, Seth, or uh or Nakamura. I'm like, there's no way it's going to be Riddle. Ricochet is the guy. Ricochet and John Morrison are just there to do some kick-ass cool shit. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait. Just like Shelton
0: Benjamin in the original Money in the Bank matches.
1: Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah.
3: Oh. Oh, He's just there to jump off shit. Fine with me. (laughs) Fine by me. Um, Uh, KO is just the king of the ladder matches, so that's going to be great. Oh, God.
0: I think Drew McIntyre would maybe be too obvious and would probably get on people's bad side because he's been in the title picture for over a year. Um, ugh, Big E's a very brave choice because obviously they are pushing him, but are they pushing him
3: like that? Well, he is beating the other part of the New Day. Yeah. Or Bobby Lashley, is, I should say. Fuck, that's... Wait, can he challenge... He... He's on SmackDown, though. Yeah, it, it's just for a world championship matchup, so
0: he can flip, flippity oh, flip, flip.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, big E makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I feel like Drew is still too early. Um, well, didn't Rollins get refused a title match against Roman?
1: Okay, all right. I've got to refute Rollins. Nice. I got to. All right. So let me refute the Rollins thing. Yes, to what? To what? To that answer? Yes. But here's my thing with that. I, the reason why I also don't see Roman Reigns winning is because they've been teasing like some backstage stuff with Edge saying I, 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 I haven't forgotten what you did to me in 2014. So I was I tried to get that out. I haven't forgotten what you did to me in 2014, Seth. So there is talk that they're going to set up Seth Rollins and Edge one-on-one at SummerSlam.
0: Okay, so here's a prediction. Rollins wins Money in the Bank um, for whatever reason, still wants to cash it in on Roman, so costs Edge to match. Roman goes on to do whatever we've seen here at SummerSlam, and
3: we get Edge and Rollins. Okay. Wow. Better booking than they fucking do on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with Seth Rollins. Oh, God. I want to be that guy and just go, like, fucking give me Nakamura. Now's the time. Fucking rocket to the ass, the whole everything. But um, I think they're going to slow build that one, if anything. <sighs> Drew, no. I want to go with Seth, but I cannot stand his suits. <laughs> um, this match is also very heavily
0: in favor of SmackDown.
2: I yeah. mean, the only one, the
0: only one with a real shout from
3: Raw is McIntyre. I can't yeah. do it. I got. I can't do it. Give me Biggie. I gotta do it. All right.
0: And Mike, I will let you finish this time.
3: That was difficult,
1: Okay, so I'm gonna eliminate Finger in the Hole and Johnny Trip. Whoa. Whoa.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I said I'm just gonna let you finish, and then the Finger in the Hole. Kind of show what we doing here, boys?
1: Hey, man. I'm not the one finger popping my asshole. That's ricochet. Whoa. <laughs> <Hey. Whoa. laughs> And I like Ricochet, but I don't like what he does with his fingers. Oh, so when it comes say, to— you like
0: What I say? What?
1: What? What I say? What? So, <laughs> so Ricochet and John Morrison are just there to do the spot fest. Riddle, uh, I like Matt Riddle, and I would love to see him win it, but I just don't see it. Drew, he can fuck right off. And I like Drew McIntyre, but I don't want to see— <laughs> I don't want to see Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre for the 10 millionth time. Uh, Kevin Owens, I'd love to see Kevin Owens, man. Nakamura, I would love it to be Nakamura, man. Right? Nak- yeah, Nak- that'd be so I great. Would love it to be Nakamura. And him and Roman Reigns would have an amazing match, but I don't see it to be Nakamura because I don't know if he's still got unfinished business with Baron Corbin because Corbin's all distraught. I don't know what they're doing. Are they going to make Baron Corbin go back to being a lone wolf? Ow! I really don't know.
0: No, but- he's happy Corbin now.
1: <sighs> Is he?
0: Apparently that's what they trademarked.
1: Uh, well, I. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. What is he in his happy place? Has he got <laughs> midgets running around on a friggin' bike? Is he. For a happy, happy guy, happy... he's awfully sad. Yes. Yeah. on a bike in a cowboy hat. Happy Gilmore. Now, that is a great happy place, by the way. Friggin' Happy Gilmore. Oh, we want to be Happy Gilmore. Friggin' Carl Weathers playing on the friggin' piano. We've only just begun. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I digress. Man. I kinda have to go with Mo on this man. I think Big E is a wild card. He is the dark horse. And I will say Biggie Biggie Biggie, can't you see? The money in the bank is gonna be with me. I gotta go Big E. Alright.
0: I will also make a bold prediction for this match. Um that the fiend returns and costs somebody the match and sets up a new feud. I just okay. don't know who. It could be McIntyre, which could be interesting because obviously it would keep McIntyre out of the title picture and it's fresh.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. Very true. Mm. Hmm. Or it could be Ricochet. Let my finger in. Let me in. Whoa. (laughs) 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 The
0: finger-popping funhouse the finger Wow! Oh, wow
1: Jesus, <laughs> Jesus man taking it up another level I was just doing it well, whoa.
0: Take, don't take it up too far
1: I'm just saying man that's black street no biggity no doubt put your finger up your ass no it's brown nah. street totally different <laughs> <laughs> brown
0: street
1: hey uh, uh, uh,
0: and just because uh, of Mike it is holy
1: shit yes yes uh, but I got it. You know, man, I, I'll just, I'll, I'll final answer it with Big E, man. I know you're going to go Seth, but I don't see it. Yeah. I mean, if he wins, he would, what, a two, what would he be? A two-time Money in the Bank, right? A two-time. Well, yeah, Money I
0: mean, was. I mean Punk was.
1: Okay, first Money of all, of course you go back with the CM Punk reference, and I love him too, but you got a thing hey, for you and your
0: It's the 10th yes. anniversary of the Summer of Punk.
1: That is very true. But you also were the one that defended when he got Molly Whopped on the Octagon.
0: Well, yeah, because I'd love to see half the fat fucking, you know, marks get in the octagon.
1: All these neck beards, yeah, fuckers.
0: Oh, he lost his first fight. Yeah, you wouldn't have a face left.
1: Yeah, tell him, Dazzy, dangerously. Say it with you,
0: chin. Ne- Neither would I. I. I'm not saying I could get in there. Jeez.
1: I'm just saying, man.
0: You're the I'm captain. I'm just saying. You're... Now. I'm saying, you're the Obviously, I'm like I said, I haven't been keeping up with Raw SmackDown, but uh, I am kind of interested in Money in the Bank because there's an actual element of future prospects this year, unlike last year, which was just a complete joke.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, here's also why I want to see Big E win, because I don't want to see him in Apollo Crews for the $10 billion time for the Intercontinental title. So that's also why I'm going with Big E.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And there we go. That is Money in the Bank.
1: Shout out what you think. I got Money in the Bank. Shout out to
0: watch And thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Um I I don't know why it's still Max Wrestling UK. I mean there's only me now, really.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: okay so that's that's right. from the uk it's only right.
0: one, four, one third UK now uh yeah I mean Nxt we we didn't really have time to go over but uh yeah. I mean we, we, we'll I cover no, more next week
1: I had one, one note carrying cross choking out Samoa Joe I think we're gonna get it we are yeah. gonna get
3: it he gonna get it yeah but when I see that that makes me think that joe's gonna end up being the new Nxt champion mm. I mean hey. what you gonna do
0: <laughs> I'm right. What are you going to do about <laughs> Joe, Joe's going to kill you. Uh, no no
3: thanks. thanks. No thanks. Uh, Max Rossing. I Russing don't is... need him sweating all over me.
0: <laughs> also, of course, on KTN, Click ClickTalk Network. Go to Com. Make sure you spell click, K L I Q. And also go check us out at maxrossing.net. You can follow us on social media at theCaptain512 at MCL92, and at SMRpodnet. And before we tap out and bid you do remember, Twitch makes Vince a everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, and everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez.
3: Fucking A right. So, uh, a whole lot of stuff, I, I've been pushing everything off forever. Um, the stream life is real. It is, it is a fucking job. Let me put it like that. It is... Th- I did not understand how uh, how serious stri- streaming video games was. Yeah, it's it's fucking time consuming. It's, it requires a lot of stuff. So um, hopefully you guys are taking checking me out there, uh, twitch.tv forward slash bigmo 2425. I'm on there every other day right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I'll randomly pop in probably like on a Thursday afternoon, never on Tuesdays, just because like that's my one day off and then the weekends, obviously. But uh, I'm playing everything from Call of Duty, Valorant, to um, playing some retro games again, which I got a whole lot of people that were down for. So we're probably gonna bring back some uh, uh, WCW and revenge. And I am doing just some like hangout sessions. If you just if you guys want to come talk bullshit, talk about whatever. We legit. I had a rant going about. Um, I had what I converted a WWE hardcore to at least watch AEW. He he joined the stream. He was he was interested because I was playing PC uh, builder simulator, and he just liked the idea of me building a computer. And we got to talk, and he got to talking in the chat. And his entire reason for not watching AEW was is he felt like it was taking all of WWE's talent and ruining them. And I said, no, on the contrary, I said a lot of these guys are actually doing a hell of a lot better. And he's like, then why do people bag on it? And I said, dude, if I knew, I'd be fucking billionaire. Because then I'd have all the answers to life. So, I converted one fan. I'll convert the rest of you. Head on over to Twitch. Come check me out. Come hang on out. Um, but as far as podcast stuff is dropping, uh, Friday is a double episode of Retro Rewind. The two fucking pay-per-views that have been meant to drop are... Are you ready for this? They're recorded. You want to know what the problem is? It can't be processed right now because goddamn fucking Audacity is being a bitch. So I'm in the process of moving everything over to, um, what is it, Adobe Edition. And uh, it should be coming out shortly. So I'm planning for Friday. So look out for two episodes of Retro. And uh, Bolt Rant's still going crazy. Um, Fuck, there's a bunch of stuff up right now. Hopefully go check all that out. Um, But yeah. All right. There it is. And Mike, who you been talking to? I know you've been busy this week.
1: A lot of people, man. Yeah. <laughs> so on the Mike Cypher and I were talking about our bout. And really, we're talking about a lot of stuff from mental health to social media. Just in general, man, a lot of life lessons. And it was really nice to uh, pick the brain of Corey. Really, a lot of stuff now and outside of the wrestling aspect. We're really just talking shoot the breeze on life. But, yes, we did incorporate us talking some trash to each other before our bout at Promo Slam, which I'm looking forward to. I hope to bring the best out of him, and I hope he brings the best out of me because he's a talented young fellow. I also look at it from a stance, too, I've had on the Steve and Mike show. We are back. Episode 73. Steve was high as a kite, and we were shooting the breeze on our favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> we <shooting>, fucking great. <laughs> we were shooting the breeze on a lot of our favorite movies, and Dazzy Dangerously, he is sick and tired of my cousin Vinny. The reason why that comes up is because Steve's father would always quote my cousin Vinny, and he's tired of that fucking movie. What'd I like, do? What'd I say?
0: Only... What I say?
1: what would i do what What i say what <laughs> it is one of the best fucking movies out there. Just deal with it. And we talked about now. That's what I call music. And there's a lot of singing. And there's a lot of hoopla and shenanigans that only Steve and I can do. You can check out the LFC podcast with Ariel X from Evolved Fights. She talked about Evolved Fights and Jit Spit Chick, her new website, talking about her journey in the Jiu realm man stephenmikeshow.com soundcloud.com slash mclarkin92 you can check me out on twitter SM show one or at mcl92 if you're all about that pop culture life pop underscore culture underscore pod if you're about that lfc life lfc underscore pod you can check me out on wrestling or wrestling you can check me out on the max wrestling podcast each and every week the max wrestling elite Dazzy Dangerously, myself, and Big Mo, King Mo, the Mo Mo, my bro bro, Moses Marquez. You can check Dazzy and I out on Netflix Pod, doing what we do, talk about some movies, and talk about a whole lot of, they call us the Don Dada. Bada boom, realist guys in the room. How we doing? That's what we doing with the Max Boys.
3: How you
4: pooping?
1: How we pooping? <laughs> hey! How we
4: pooping?
0: <laughs> oh. And I'm going to call it time because I'm all out of rhymes. Join that us.
2: Next week, yes.
0: For match four, in the King of the Mic, it's the Phoenix versus a mystery opponent. Plus, Fighter Fest night two. This was episode 331. We will catch you down the open road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye and good night. Bang! I'm coming
3: for your world title, you bird fucker. <laughs>
2: the bird fucker. Love. It.